Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, everybody. Welcome to your private moments, your Monday little snippet of an episode. Very exciting. Alexander Mitten, because mm-hmm. May Muller is our choice of the day. All right. May Choice of the week. Of the week. May fact. is uh, the UK's Eurovision singer. Nice. All uh, right. Do you want to hear a funny thing about May that I did the other day? I was at, um, I was at Coco in mm. Camden um, watching a performance. I was watching someone sing and I was like, that's... May. So at 1.36 a.m., I sent her an Instagram saying, May, we're shouting you upstairs. Anyway, she didn't reply, obviously, because she was probably asleep. (laughs) 8 a.m. in the morning, she replied, oh, my God, what does this mean? I said, wait, were you singing in Coco last night? She replied, no. The person singing was Habibi Funk. (laughs) (laughs) What? You fucking idiot. I know, it was her. Oh, that's it so looked, good. Because I was so far away. I wish I, that they'd seen you and been like, what's he? And I was going, May! May! <laughs> May! Oh, my God. Anyway, it wasn't her. Um, this is the episode that we had with uh, May Muller, an amazing musician. She speaks about nearly quitting mm. the industry. Um, now, if you like this episode, please go back to our archive. You can re-listen to the whole episode. It's an amazing episode. Congrats to you, May. I can't wait to hear you on Eurovision. You're going to kill it for us. Let's go. Enjoy the episode, everybody. So I have a song called Better Days, mm. which ended up doing really, really, like, it just crazy, crazy. And like in America. It's like 350 million streams. streams on Spotify. Yeah. It went like top 10 in the US. It was like insane. But before that, I literally thought my career was over and I was like really depressed, but mm. only because of, I just felt like I wasn't doing well. And when I, you say dep- actually depressed, sad? Well, I just, I, I mean, I think I was depressed, but it's it wasn't like clinical. It was like, I knew I was depressed because I felt like my career wasn't going a certain yeah. way. Do you know Your what I mean? Your blueprint wasn't adding up to what you wanted to be. No, and I, and um, and Better Days, I knew, I knew if Better Days came out and it flopped, like I, I knew it was going to be bad for me. I knew, I just... I just knew. Um, And um, so I ended up, I went to therapy Uh just to, but it was, it was a therapist that it was actually really great that Universal have started a thing where they provide therapy for their artists now, Mm -hmm. which I think I'm like, you're literally making coin off of everyone's trauma. So yes, give (laughs) us a fucking therapist. Um, And so I went 
Yeah. And then Better Days came out, started doing amazing and I stopped going. Wow. You're like, I don't need you anymore. I was like, I don't need you, I don't I'm need you anymore yeah, yeah. because I'm doing well. Yeah. And so I don't need you anymore because I'm happy because I'm doing well. And now I'm like, probably should have kept going. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 you, but the great thing about therapy is you can, you can pick it up and stop it whenever you want. And, and I, I, But it's an ongoing thing, I think. And I was just using it as like, I feel bad right now, so I need you right now. Yeah, but it's not, light, not a light switch. No, it's, it's, it's yeah. not. And I think, I think if you have the ability to, to use it or do it, oh my God, it's a game changer. Oh, 100%. I feel Mitten, like- I freaking tell you, baby, all the time. Yeah, you do. Are you not in therapy? Not yet. I therapize myself a lot. <laughs> In the mirror. But, no, that I just I think I healthy. think um, yeah, healthy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really You're healthy. great. You are good looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what that is actually important though? Affirmations. We yeah. should all look in the mirror and say exactly what we love about ourselves. Yeah, it's amazing. I saw this thing with Kendall Jenner where she um I saw in Jay Shetty, great. He's a, has a great podcast and she has a picture of her when she was a kid and she said and whenever she says something bad about herself, she looks at this kid and says, Will you say it to this little kid? No, you wouldn't, so don't say it. Yeah, I, I mean that I can imagine that actually works really well. <laughs> Damn. But I think, it, I mean, those, I'm like, yeah, maybe we should try it. We should try that. I, I had an awful um, bowl haircut until I was about 12. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> did yeah, you? Sick. How good loved was that? Yeah, My mum sent me to secondary school with a bowl haircut. <laughs> setting it. me up for failure. That is so upsetting. I know. How are you, how are you supposed to get any validation with a bowl cut? I mean, so, well, what, it was mad, right? I didn't, I didn't start getting like, boy attention until I was like 14. Up until then I was like, really- I think guys are interested in girls until they're like 40, no, really. No, but it was weird. I know it sounds like even really young, but this is how crazy life is. Like I was in year seven and- What age is that? What age so, so I was 11, yeah. 11 till like 14. And it is just when you're in school, it's like- What length was What boys was fancy me? Oh, it was like, <laughs> it was like, it was like fringe like this. And it was like here. It was like, <laughs> quite Pulp Fiction, actually. Like, <laughs> yeah, quite Uma. I yeah, think quite Uma. that's what we were going for, but it wasn't really- it was yeah, more, That's actually what you were going for. Yeah, wasn't it? <laughs> it wasn't giving, um, it was giving more like Edna Mode vibes. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't quite it, but um, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good. But then, and then I, and then I, when I got, into like start doing GCSEs, like a switch went off and I was like, oh. I'm hot. I'm actually kind of, am I hot? I'm, I'm, I'm hot. I'm like, men are looking, boys are looking at my body. <laughs> that I'm, does that mean I'm worth hot? more? Yeah, does wow. that mean I'm worth more? So how, how does it work with singles and albums and things like that? Because I, I always get confused when people release singles or they release an album. Mm -hmm. how, do, how does that work within the industry? Oh, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's so different for everyone, I guess. You know, I've been signed for like three, four years and mm. I haven't released an album yet. I know, that's what I wanted to ask. But why, ha why, why is that just the choice of the, the label to do that? Um, I mean, it's, I, it's just all about timing. And, and, mm. and I, I've, I've actually like, I'm, I haven't been in a rush. I want it because I, I want it to be the right time. time yeah. And I feel like I have, I've, I have got an album and it's, I've got a name. Wow. I've done the cover art. It's really exciting, but I, um, I'm just, I want it, I want to, I want it to be the right time, but. But when I, is the right time with these things? Well, exactly. What's it's probably never going to be the no, right time. No, you can't say, you, you can't, you can't oh, say, no, no, don't oh, say. It's a secret. Yeah, because we don't even control it. It's a secret. Of course it's a secret. We don't want, we don't even know that. <laughs> we don't want to know that. But I, I, I think it's different for everyone. Like some people have a really great time and like it all falls into place and they, you know, but, and then, but then some people will feel like they're kind of trapped and they can't they like haven't been able to release that album because mm. X, Y, and Z. But for me, um, it's kind of been my own choice to to wait. Yeah. Um, and 
because I feel like I didn't really know sonically like what I wanted to do and what I wanted to say. But um, in this, in so my debut album, I guess it is what that's what it is. I I'm it's like a, a way more like vulnerable version of myself, and I've still got those songs in there that are quite like confident and sassy. But there are a lot more which are quite honest and like I feel like that's kind of the perfect place to to kind of share share mm. that it's amazing i have a friend of mine who um i think they call them like swifties like taylor like loves taylor swift right oh, yeah. she loves taylor swift and she was telling me like taylor swift like speaks to me like actually i haven't had that relationship with music mm-hmm. for me music is like okay i'm in a bad mood i'll put on music and i listen to it i don't listen to the lyrics and things like that and it's funny your fans obviously will, will connect with you through lyrics yeah did you have that with artists growing up as well yes i was very like lyric focused and like i always i always say lily allen was like my wow really is and was like my hero and her first album all right still was like my Mm. i just why why did it connect with you so much i mean it it was totally inappropriate for me to be listening to it i was like 11 12 no 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 way younger i was like nine and she was talking about you know like men coming too quickly and like, really <laughs> well just like i mean that's only a small part of it but like her 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 songs were very very like she's quite punchy quite provocative yeah. but re- but really smart and like really yeah she's such a great storyteller mm. and um i just loved that and she sang with her british accent which i loved yeah yeah and yeah. And, and 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 her songs are so visual you listen to her songs you and you can see it you can see the mm. story you can see the people you can see the characters and i I just, that's all I wanted. I just wanted, I want people to hear my songs, hear the lyrics and and be and like be able to see it. And I feel like, you know, Lily Allen kind of really taught me that's that. That's insane. That's amazing. So that visualization can happen with music. Yeah. Wow. Definitely. See, I just didn't even, I, I, I've never had that deepness with it for some reason. I love music, but I've never had that. And so you, you can imagine how, how, how much like, your fans must love that about you then that you you also put so much energy into the words and the fact that you're you know this album that you have is is vulnerable but also sassy and so you go on this journey with you that's awesome yeah i mean i think for me it's you know when i listen to a song i listen i think about what i want to get out of it and how i like to connect so i feel like that kind of naturally comes out in my own music and i feel like a lot of my music is very it's a lot of you know I put a lot of like personal stuff into it, but a lot of it is it's stories. And I feel like that might derive from like me enjoying creative writing when I was younger. But for me, it's not just like a song. Mm. It's, it's, yeah. you know, life. I, th- I think it's so important to, to maintain this like personal connection to the creation of music because there is so much of the music industry that's become formulaic mm-hmm. and like they know this works. So yeah. they put it out and there's no real like proper writing process in some music. And I can feel that through tracks that I listen to. You can, I can almost feel the person writing it. Yeah. And I do feel like that a lot of that is lost. Mm-hmm. So I think to, to like maintain that is so important for music. Well, it's really, really hard to, sometimes it is hard to keep, what's, what's, what's the word? Like say if one thing works, like better oh, days. Oh, sorry. What you're saying is, is it is it's tricky because once something works like oh we've got to do more of that yes yeah, yeah. so, with so be- unique it's, it's hard to remain yeah. unique and with better days like i love that song so much and, and 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 it did so much for me in my career and like i love performing it and like collaborating with the people i got to collaborate with but it's not like i'll be honest it's not my most like 
personal kind of like story do you know what I mean mm. but I think we did that and it really really worked so now I feel like I'm chasing that yeah and I was just in LA for three weeks and all I wanted to do was like write I write some I wanted to write sad songs and I just wanted to sit with someone with a guitar and like and I couldn't do that I was like we have to do up tempo up tempo mm. up tempo like fast like bangers like yeah like and um and you know it's first world problems but I was and, and and the songs came out great and I'm really proud of them. But sometimes you do feel like I don't want to lose the- um, You're your, your creative self. You don't want to lose what makes you you. You I don't want to lose it. You're more like feeding a machine sometimes then rather than actually like coming from the heart. Cause you're like, right, that worked. Let's feed it more. And once that. you have a hit, it's like crack. It's like a drug. It's like, mm, you're just, you just, you just want that. Want you that. want yeah. that. Again. And you want, you want, and it's like, it's funny because once you have a hit, people start coming out of the woodwork and like mm -hmm. and once it kind of starts going down that stops mm. and you're like i i need it i need that again i need that again I, and it's it's, so it's a tough of... cycle this was our little private moment and also if you want to go and listen to the full episode all you got to do is click the link in our bio in our description and that will take you straight back to the full episode so go and do that if you enjoyed this and also if you can subscribe to our lovely podcast because it means a real real help to us it's just a click for you okay have a great week we'll see you later goodbye This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.